Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's up, Commanders fans? Welcome into Believe in Commanders. Hey, we took a bye week just like the Commanders took a bye week. We are back and ready. Fired up for this Sunday night game that is coming up between the Giants and the Commanders at FedEx Field. It's going to be rocking. I know it will be. I'm jealous of all you guys that will be out there. Uh, but AAA, how are you doing after a week off? Uh, it was kind of weird not not seeing your face a couple times last week. It was only once. Yeah, uh, but true. how are you doing? I'm good. I'm well rested. You know, I feel like I went to the training room, was in the cold tub a little bit, took care of the body, looked at some film, and found a way to get better coming out of the bye week. I feel good. I feel refreshed. We didn't even do any picks, but I can tell you this much. It felt good to have a Sunday and a mm-hmm. Monday where you didn't have to worry about anything bad happening. And frankly, the only thing that could happen was situations got better. So uh, that happened for Washington. So I can't be mad. Yeah, we'll talk about NFL news and notes. A lot of it, I mean, even though we're, we're a commander's podcast, not trying to be a homer, but a lot of it, mm-hmm kind of affects the commanders down the stretch. So we'll get into all of that. We'll talk about the bye week. A lot happened, as Anthony mentioned. A lot of it was good for the commanders. It's always nice when you can sit back and relax and good things still happen. And then Walter Payton, Man of the Year Award, one of the most prestigious awards. Uh, the nominees have been out, and we'll talk about the commander's nominee and who he is and what he means to this team. And then, of course, got to get to that little game that's going on on Sunday. So like Anthony said, we didn't get our bets in last week. We didn't get our picks in last week, but we will this week. Tell us about Bet Online AAA. Oh man, Bet Online, I tell you, that is a place to go. Because basketball is back. And if you want to do some betting on basketball, head over there to Bet Online. It's going to remain your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You're always going to find the latest odds, matchup info for each team, player news, and game trends over there at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all your sports waging in Wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. It's always the fastest and the easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. So you have all that available to you. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. That's right. And so the commanders did not have a game. We haven't had a show since last Tuesday. It's been a week and man has a lot happened across the NFL. Uh, you know, Jimmy G going down. I think that was probably our last episode, but some quarterback injuries, the Rams in with injuries, Baker Mayfield's back around leading to his team to a comeback victory. Brock Purdy kind of holding things down for the 49ers. What has been the lasting uh, maybe top story for you, whether it be related to the commanders, whether it be just the NFL as a whole, but what's kind of stood out to you over this last week in the NFL as we kind of dig in here? Man, you're, you're really starting to see the cream rise to the top. You know, as, as you scroll through, um, this is the time of year where you honestly don't really too much trip about the score. There's a lot of tape on every team that's out there. So, like, people scoff at, you know, Dallas, you know, barely getting by Houston. But Houston had a lot of tape, and they've played tough people all all year long. Uh, The Lions get a big win over the Vikings. Uh, The Bengals are continuing to show that they're strong. The Bills finish off a tough 
pesky Jets team. So you're just starting to see, you know, what teams that are supposed to be good uh, are starting to make some plays and they're finding ways to win. And um, man, I, I'm I am very impressed with D'Amico Ryan. I'm mm-hmm. I am impressed. I figured. Hey, if there's any time to solidify your name as the the top candidate uh, for head coaching position in any any job that that opens up, or really probably anyone that you want, um, go out there and beat Tom Brady and yeah. the Buccaneers, and they did it handily. Yeah, up thirty five nothing. I think the the Bucks scored a late touchdown to make it. That's not even respectable. 35-7, still a beat down. So, yeah, that was impressive. And to me, that kind of lends to my big takeaway. I think that the NFL, maybe more than ever, is we're seeing this year with all of these injuries, especially at the quarterback position, that you need depth and you need guys across the board. I look at the Rams. I know Baker Mayfield kind of pulled one out of a hat there late, and that was impressive by him. But, you know, before they got Baker Mayfield, they were going with John Walford and and Bryce Perkins, and no offense to those guys, but you kind of need a, a backup at every position that's going to be able to step in. 17 games is a lot. Uh, it's a long season. We, we are, are living that as Commanders fans. I mean, one and four, now they're sitting pretty at the sixth spot in the playoffs. I mean, it's a long season. And you need depth more than anything, more than you need stars, uh, I think. And, and we're seeing that play out. I mean, look at the Cardinals. They have a stud wide receiver group. They have a stud offense. They've got some playmakers yeah. on defense. But because they don't have that depth, because they, they rely so heavily on Kyler Murray, uh, they're struggling. They're going to be sitting out of the playoffs uh, probably for the first time in a couple of years. It's just That's just one example. But to me, it's just yeah. all about that depth and making sure you've got enough bodies when it comes to December. And we're seeing those teams that are playing really well right now are the healthiest and are, are the best built. Yeah, and I'll I tell you what, I need to, I might need to get up and, and run a few routes because there's some people getting up off the couch, finding their ways on those practice squads because right. they, they tweak the rules of the practice squad. It used to be limitations on on basically how many years you could be in the league. It had to basically be people who hadn't played, couldn't have more than – uh, like two years of being on an active right. roster. So uh, younger players, but now you can sign a vet. You, know, you just saw Cole Beasley. Um, he unretired to go back and join the Bills. So T.Y. He, Hilton going to the Cowboys. T.Y. Hilton to the yep. Cowboys. Next thing you know, you might hear Anthony Armstrong hey. uh, to somebody who's trying to make a little late push. Just uh, – just make sure you carve out a couple hours for me each week so we can keep this going. But I would yeah. love that if you ended up on a team. Absolutely. That would be so cool. That would uh, but, be kind of fun. But it's absolutely right. Yeah, the, the roster tweaks, I mean, I think that was all due to partially COVID, but also knowing that they were adding an extra game and, you know, down the line probably a second extra game, right, getting to 18. Yeah. Um, you know, you you need to be healthy. And thankfully for the commanders, we'll dive into them more specifically later on. They're getting healthy, but there are other teams that are just going the wrong way and their seasons are falling apart thanks to yeah. them. Yeah, and I'm going to take a quick pivot and, and jump over the pond. I had joined the Burgundy Zone podcast last week, uh, stepping in for Kyle, and, and they had uh, Scotty from from over in the UK. He's a, nice. he's a Commanders fan uh, cool. in the UK, and he was just talking about how now they've seen all 32 teams, and it's just a big, um, you know, big following of NFL uh, the NFL fans over there in uh, in Europe. And he mentioned about could there potentially be a team over there? Uh, and I've never really publicly mentioned how I figured it would work, but I think that you could have a team over in Europe. You're going to have to tweak the schedules. I think you're going to have to have, you know, expanded rosters and things of that nature. But it's, in the next 10 years, I could see there being, you know, a team based out of, uh, based out of Europe. 
Yeah, to me, just kind of thinking about that, I think it's only going to continue to expand. I, I know some players don't like that, but I think you almost have to start treating it like the NBA, not that extreme, but a little bit of load management. Like, you know, you might sit out a couple of game, a couple, three games in the middle of the season, maybe sit out a game leading into a buy or out of a buy because you yeah. got to stay fresh because there's, you know, we're in the, we're in the home stretch, but the commander's still, you know, for example, I think everybody is now done with buy. So it's everybody has four games left. Plus you're hoping for a deep playoff run. I mean, you still got two full months of football left yeah. and you got, you got to stay fresh and I'm with you. I think that, that it's okay to expand as long as they're expanding the bye weeks and, and at, tweaking some of that there, but you got to think that with the popularity of the NFL, it's just going to continue to grow. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's interesting. I would, I would love to go over there and, and, and catch up with the blokes in the UK. And yeah. I, I think that'd be so tea. cool. As much as it, it probably messes with your schedule, I think it's so cool when the teams go play over there. And you're right. I've They, they pan the crowd, and you see every single jersey out there. Yeah. So it's really cool. Those are the one times where I'm okay with somebody wearing a jersey from a, a team yeah, that's not involved in the, in, the, in the game. So anyways, let's give focus stateside. Uh, what do we got? Uh, commanders news. Oh, recapping the bye week. That was big. Kind of well, commanders news. Yeah, I was going to say it kind of all relates back to the commanders. Like I was saying, there was a lot of stuff that happened over the bye week. The commanders kind of sat back. They were in the eighth spot. They came off a tough tie against the Giants. You're kind of expecting all the favorites to take care of business, right? You thought the the Vikings would take care of the Lions, which didn't happen. The Lions are, are all of a sudden really hot. Uh, mm -hmm. You thought the Eagles would take care of the Giants. Maybe not to that uh to that end where they absolutely dominated them. But you, you had to think as a commander's fan, you were sitting pretty good. You knew it all comes down to Sunday night, but you ended up getting a lot of help with both the Eagles and the Panthers beating both the Giants and the Seahawks. So the, the commanders kind of got a win last week without even playing. That's a that's a pretty sweet feeling as they move from the eighth spot all the way up to the sixth seed. That's amazing, man. Well, Smokey got fired on his day off, stealing <laughs> boxes. And everybody else is back chilling for the commanders and they get a promotion, man. That's a beautiful thing. Um, and I mean, if 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 you didn't go into the bye week knowing that the, the entire the entirety of the season is in front of you and it's up to you uh, to determine how far you, you get to play in, in the rest of this uh, football season. Now it's, it's got to be even more apparent. Mm -hmm. Like, man, I didn't even do anything. We got healthier. We got better. And we're now in, in the playoffs if the season ended right now. That's pretty, that's pretty exciting. Yeah, I want to get to the playoff odds later because some interesting stuff can unfold. And I was looking at 538, and they kind of have all the teams' playoff scenarios. It's kind of fun. You can you can tinker with it. You can say, well, if, if they lose this game but they win this game, what does it look like? Mm. I want to get into that later because the commanders are in a, a pretty good spot. But, yeah, that bye week w was crazy. And that we always say control your own destiny, which kind of doesn't make sense when you really break it down. But in terms of sports, it's kind of a cliche thing. And, yeah. and the commanders really were at that position, you know, you beat the Giants, you, you move past them. But hey, I, I love it when someone else can help me control my own destiny for the better. And that's what happened, that the commanders were able to sit back, like you said, get well rested. And we'll talk about injuries and that kind of thing, because I think the commanders are getting healthy. And, and to see these teams kind of knock each other around and it comes out on your behalf you're right. You the, the fire has got to be lit a little bit brighter. Like, hey, we are 
right there. I mean, I know it's not none of these games are technically must wins because you have a game after that, but these feel like must wins. They feel like statement games even more than must wins. And uh, the commanders have got to be licking their chops, knowing that they're in a good spot. They're they're nice and rested. They're going to be at home. Uh, all things are kind of lining up commanders right now. Yeah, absolutely. And right, right. You come back from the bye week, you lock in and, and you push forward. Still take it one week at a time. And, and it's good to see a familiar opponent. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's that that to me makes it that much easier to come off of the bye week to, yeah. to play an opponent that you literally just saw uh, a week ago, you know, the week prior. Um, and get to see them again. There's not going to be much that's changed, and they're definitely a little bit more battered and bruised because uh, because Philly got after them. Yeah, yeah, they Philly did. got after them. That was that's a really that's a bad matchup for for New York right now. Yeah, Philly is, is, is good. good. Sa- Saquon Barkley a little banged up. I think he's just kind of been banged up recently. It seems like he's going to play, but you know the Giants. Yeah, they they got knocked around a little bit, and yeah, you got to take advantage of that. And then moving down the road, we'll get to the Giants you know, a little bit more in depth, but you know, Brock Purdy, you know, we didn't know what the 49ers were going to do after Jimmy Garoppolo goes down. Then Brock Purdy, all of a sudden, as we kind of mentioned, uh, puts a whooping on Tampa Bay. Uh, we see, um, you know, Deshaun Watson hasn't been playing well. There are a couple of teams that are going in different directions that are still remaining on yeah. the commander's schedule. Yeah, that's true. I, I thought you were talking about people who had good performances. Oh, no, go for it. Go for it. I was going to say Baker Mayfield showed up. Yeah. Uh, he showed up uh, like a, like he was just a lost child. Yep. And they were like, hey, go ahead and jump in here and play. And dude, dude ended up winning the game. So congrats to him, man. Kudos to Baker uh, for showing up and showing out. Yeah. And now he's going to start for the rest of the year. So his his season has been and up and down, very turbulent. But congrats to him. And he goes from not even on. Well, he goes from the Panthers at the beginning of the week, Rams at the end of the week, and then by the start of next week is the NFC Player of the Week. I mean, that's not a not well, a shabby week. He's almost going to find a way to be comeback Player of the Year in the same year. Like yeah. if you go back to you know starting starting way back in in the spring, he was the quarterback. All of a sudden, they're trading for Deshaun. He's like, "What the hell? Trade me." They won't trade him. Goes through all this mess. Finally, get him out, and then that. That is funny that how that that kind of ties back, obviously, to the Browns. That they said they wanted a, an adult in the room. I guess they felt like Baker Mayfield was a little immature, maybe handled it immaturely. Are you kidding me? I mean, you. I, there's so much to be said there, but how can you say that Baker Mayfield is not an adult? But Deshaun. Anyway, anyway, anyway. That's a whole other. Yeah, thing. but I mean, we know the Browns are coming up, and they have looked to you know. Speaking of the other side of things, Baker Mayfield kind of laughing at them right now. The the Browns have kind of struggled here over these last couple of games. The the Texans that uh, they could only score on uh, defense and special teams against the Texans, and then last yeah. last week they uh, maybe managed one touchdown or something like that. So yeah, ten points total. Yeah. So I, I'm jumping all around because it feels like the NFL is up and down all over the place, and it it. it it all kind of, again, comes back to what the commanders can do over this last stretch uh, here with, with everything in front of them. Yeah, I'm scrolling up and down. I was You mentioned jumping all around. I was going to ask you, I was like, well, what do you think? I mean, would you, if you were in Cleveland, would you consider going back to Jacoby Brissett to try to finish the year with, you know, give yourself a chance to be maybe find a way to the playoffs? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where they're. 
where their standings, where they fall in this. I mean, they're five and eight right now. So yeah, they'd have they they have a lot of work to do. Let's see playoff picture. I don't know. You can go ahead. I'll 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 find it. I was gonna say they. I I don't. I didn't see the scenario, and I was watching Red Zone last week with no Commanders game to really focus in on. But uh, Jacoby Brissett was in a couple of times. I don't know if it was like a goal line quarterback sneak thing, but Mm. he's still around, and that that's a question you have to ask yourself. If it's this big of a disaster. Or you have to ask yourself, is it a big disaster or is it just rust from Deshaun Watson not playing for a long time? Because yeah. it has not looked pretty so far. And yeah, it'd be uh, interesting. I'd love to get the pulse, like uh, give uh, Cleveland Brown fans like a truth serum to see, you know, how are you feeling right now? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It gets to be one of those ones where um, it's like, man, it's like we were, we were kind of rolling along. I think Cleveland was kind of, Staying in the mix a little bit and and uh, finding a way to be in some games and yeah, yeah obviously you know the five and eight isn't isn't everything but they were fighting and you thought maybe they could pay, make a push but you know they obviously had to make a switch back to Deshaun but it's neither here nor there once again that's a whole other pot that's a whole yeah. other pot let me ask uh, we're we're talking quarterbacks here so I saw that the Texans who who gave the Cowboys everything they could manage are going with a two-quarterback system. I saw their offensive coordinator mention that. It kind of sounds like a a college thing where one guy gets one drive or a couple drives and another guy gets another. But both Davis Mills and Jeff Driscoll played a big part in the, you can't say almost win, but almost win against the Cowboys. How do you handle that as a receiver? How do you handle that as an offense? Not, I guess you have a plan, but how how would you handle that as an offensive player? Um, shoot, at, at that point, you, you're generally going to know what, what some, what one person is going to be in there to do. You know, I, I think that you didn't see, I don't, I don't recall seeing Davis Mills run much of that read option and right. have to do a lot of that. He's primarily going to throw it. Um, it seemed like the main wrinkles were whenever, uh, you had Jeff Driscoll go in the game, but, um, whenever you have quarterbacks, two different quarterbacks, obviously the way they throw the ball is going to be affected, but, it's, at least it's not as drastic as a righty and a lefty. Sure, like I, sure. I remember in Miami we had um, – I feel like these are the, the right – I know Pat White was definitely one, but the other guy might have been like Chad Henney, right? So big, strong-armed righty and then this strong-armed lefty. You know? And so the ball tra- uh, traveled differently. The rotation was different. So we definitely throw you off. But uh, righty to righty, I think they'd be okay in Houston. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, I just, I hadn't heard that in, in the NFL. I, I thought that was more of a college thing. Like I remember, you know, Tim Tebow would come in sparingly yeah. for Chris Leak, that kind of thing. It just seemed interesting. Yeah, no, it's not, it's not something that you, you see normally for sure. You know, I, I, it is more college. I think that that was the scheme thing that they figured the best way to give, you know, to give ourselves a bet to have some success. They, they probably went all the way back and looked at, you know, uh, some Eagles tape. Yeah. And they're just trying to find ways to create some offense because, you know, Houston can't they don't they don't have the skills outside to just throw the ball up to people. Um, and that pass rush from Dallas would would just eviscerate them. So, look yeah, at the SAT words. There you go. And they, they were a play or two away from from winning that game going up 10 late. I mean, it was it was pretty impressive. Thanks to our, th- our friends at Bet Online because uh, a 17 point spread that wasn't even close to what happened last week Dallas was favored by that much so it's just kind of crazy what what happens in the NFL so we've kind of gone all over there so what if you're on a 
I'm, I'm kind of springing this on you as a, as a former player. If you're on a team that is, let's say, like the Houston Texans, or we just talked about the Browns, who are you know probably not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, uh, there are obvious. There's money. There's you know pride. But what is your motivation when you get to December and you're kind of out of things, but you you want to continue to put your best foot forward? What's your what is your what is your thought process as you go into you know practice and games each week? You're still playing for a job. the The tape goes to every single team. the The teams that are basically on the clock, they already they've been shopping for the next. They're, they, they're already looking in the draft. They're already looking on other rosters to see if they can do some late season, you know, uh, practice squad sniping, grab a, a guy off a practice squad and then sign him to the active roster. Those things happen late in the year, you know. So if you're on a roster, you don't pack it in and say, yeah, you know, these next four weeks, whatever, it doesn't really matter. No, you still got to go put some good stuff on tape. Uh, I, I could tell you, my year, it was 2009. I was on Washington's practice squad. Okay. And that, that year, earlier that year, I had a few workouts with some teams, Cleveland, New England, Jacksonville. Well, he- heading into the final game of the season, uh, Jacksonville wanted to pick me up off the practice squad. They had, I remember Morocco Brown came in, pulled me out of the meeting, um, and he was like, hey, I'm sure you heard that Jacksonville's, you know, they want to pull you off our practice squad. Um, and I was like, actually, I hadn't heard that. So that's, you know, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Um, but basically they were like, Hey, we want to keep you. Um, and you know, they could, you could make arrangements. You could essentially decline. You say, no, I'm not going. Okay. So, I didn't know that. I didn't know yeah, that. You okay. don't have to go, but you know, you got to assume for a person on practice squad getting activated, you have sure. to get activated. So that means a big pay raise, right? Sure. But now mind you, I rolled the dice. I says, New GM, new head coach, new offensive coordinator, Blase. I went, I was like, I'm going to bet on myself. I'm going to stay. All right. And sure, it may have had a couple other reasons to stay, but I've stayed (laughs) and um, I made the right bet. So, you know, at the end of the year, you're still trying to put good stuff on tape because you can still get it. You know, you can still get a job. There's somebody that may, may need to pick up a player and, and, and you come up. So, uh, you definitely don't pack it in right now, fellas. You, you, this NFL, they say, is not for long, and you don't want to pack it in when you have four games left. Yeah, and I also, you know, I, there have been times, unfortunately, as a Redskins fan where this month of December has just been like, okay, well, I got one more month to watch my team until next fall. But there were a couple, I, I want to say it was the 2011 year, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think you guys swept the Giants, right? The beginning yeah. of the year, Ryan Kerrigan picked six and, and all that. And then at the end of the year, I think that, that you guys beat them again. And I felt like that was like a good jumping off point for the next year. Obviously, they, they we kind of knew and it came out that they were going to move up for um, – for RG three and all that, but it felt like it was like some good momentum for, you know, the core that was going to be there. And so it just kind of, it felt like, yeah, you could, you could pack it in. You could call it a day. You could not put your body out there, but you're right. You got other teams looking at you, but you also, there's a chance you could stay on this team and go make a name for yourself and be a bigger part of something that, you know, successful the next year. Yep, absolutely. And I mean, you always say grass isn't always greener, but I I definitely understand. Like you're on practice squad and you got a chance to go be on the active roster. Hell yeah, give me that opportunity, right? But teams are trying to stack their fill their fill their rosters and coffers before the season is over, so that so it's already done. 
they don't have to wait until you know after the year for so for those things to happen so um yeah there's still a lot to play for still a lot to to go out there and and, and you know try to achieve right now yeah, absolutely. Well, thankfully, the commanders are in a good spot to to not just kind of float around, not just kind of finish out the year strong, but finish out the year strong and go to the playoffs. So we're let's we'll split this up. We'll we'll do a preview episode. But before we end, I just kind of want to get your thoughts on how do you prepare for a rematch? I mean, you know, you play that your division opponents twice, you know that going in, but it's not often that you play a division opponent in back-to-back games, which Washington is doing with the bye week X's and O's. I think you already mentioned that it's not going to change a whole lot. You know, Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley are the guys to stop, you know, some of their defensive players on that defensive line are the guys to look out for. What wrinkles can you throw in? What changes, you know, two weeks later, if anything, you know, you, you're already thinking short weeks that you're, you know, Sunday and then having to play Thursdays that both teams are going to be pretty vanilla. Um, I feel like in this same situation, New York is going to have to be pretty vanilla. And in and, and, and the instance that they have to run what they already ran against Washington, sure. they, they don't have that week to see Washington on tape against another opponent to see if there were any type of tendencies that came out. Uh, they still have uh, they being New York, the Giants. They still have to worry about is Chase Young going to show up? Uh, you know, Benjamin St. Juice could be back. There's a lot of things that can change and are changing for the Commanders. Uh, that you know, New York then they're going to have to prepare for. They don't they don't have the ability to uh, to basically have lead time on. So, in my mind, you have to be prepared. Kind of be prepared for the unexpected. Be prepared for the unexpected because you you assume uh, New York can't change too many things, but they can easily make a double move off of what they did before. Sure. Right. And you're like, oh, I know this play that looks familiar. Now we run double moves. Same thing for Washington. Uh, I mentioned that screen, that little boat, that little screen out, you know, to the to the split ends. The next step is to fake the screen and throw the wheel up the side. So. Those would be the things that I would be paying attention to is like what team is able to add some some big plays, some chunk plays, something that's going to take it just one step further than what they did before. Because I don't see a way uh, for you to really install a whole new game plan, uh, especially having you know another opponent in between uh, for New York. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the commanders have the advantage there. They've had the week off, and you're right. Speaking of injuries, they they the big one was losing Tyler Larson. You lost your starting center, who obviously was filling in for Chase Roulier. Mm-hmm. Not sure what they're going to do center wise. I don't know. Um, they just said Wes Wes Schweitzer okay. is going to move in there. Okay, uh, he got he got the nod over Nick Martin, and they liked Schweitzer's. Uh, versatility and he's earned he's earned it so. i like that too that was what i was kind of hoping for i also saw speaking of injury news sam cosme was a full practice participant we're, we're recording this on wednesday a couple of guys were limited including montez sweat with a concussion i think james smith williams was still in the concussion protocol but it was looking positive and then benjamin st juice was back at practice which is huge so huge. i think largely the commanders are getting healthy and i think that's a big benefit and i think that question mark in the back is, is chase young and it sounds like ron Rivera thinks Chase Young thinks that he is is feeling good and, and could potentially make a make his debut on Sunday, which would just be which would add to the moment with it being on Sunday night at home, all of that. Oh, that would be beautiful, and I think that that would be worth uh, tape your face mask up a little bit. Yeah, Chase, go ahead, and put a little extra tape on your face mask. Take there that you go. line. 
take that fine. It'll be worth it, my boy. It'll be yeah. worth it. Well, and so the the only other real injury news for the the Giants, I saw that Xavier McKinney's not going to play. I think Leonard Williams, I think he's back, but we'll keep an eye on that. And then uh, Brian Dayball said he's not real worried about Saquon Barkley. I, I mean, it would take God knows what to ha- keep Saquon Barkley out of game like this. So yeah. you know what's in front of you. I think that that's a benefit to the Commanders, but it's also a benefit to the Giants. So you got to get it right. You you know. Daniel Jones kind of gassed you at times, so you got to just sure some things up. But yeah. I like the commanders, uh, and we'll break this down more, but I, I like the commanders kind of – I feel like everything's kind of leaning their way right now. It really is. I, I got the the playoff picture on the NFL.com pulled up. Yeah. Um, on my little tablet, by the way. There you and, go. <laughs> and on the commanders, they have, they'll have people's rankings, uh, and if they're rising up or going down and – the commanders are rising up. They've obviously won up two spots from eighth to sixth, and the, the Giants are falling down. So as you mentioned, mentioned things trending in the right direction uh, for Washington, it, it's true. They've, they've jumped up two spots. So that's a good thing for them there. They're definitely moving in the right direction. Well, let me ask you this. Do you want me to tell you the, the playoff odds, or do we want to tease that and save it for our next episode? Ooh. You can tell them the playoff odds. Like okay. That. All right. So I pulled it up on uh, 538. It's pretty fun if you want to go do it yourself. It's just 538. Actually, I just Googled NFL playoff odds, and it's the first thing to show up. So <laughs> according to them, the commanders are in a pretty good spot right now before they before games on Sunday, 73% chance to make it. And it's fun because you can put in, obviously, we think the commanders are going to beat the Giants, that kind of thing. You can go through all the remaining games and see everybody's odds. So that if they win on Sunday – it jumps all the way up to a 90% chance of them making the playoffs. Mm. If you didn't need any more motivation, you, you're you going from basically a failing grade, a 73. I mean, it's okay. Mm. It's good for some people. But an A, a 90, 73 mm. to 90, just take care of business on Sunday. That yeah. just adds a little more, I think, a little more oomph to the fire, a little more, uh, yeah. more not that you needed any more motivation, but to a 90% chance if you win on Sunday. Yeah, just 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 go ahead and do this one assignment. That's all you yeah. got. Your teacher says this is an assignment I need you to complete. Yeah, and, three and page I, paper, knock it out. You're right, and your grade's going to go up thirteen points. I mean, seventeen points. I can't even do math, and you know. So, and then I looked at it. I was like, let's say worst case scenario, they they can't beat the the great Brock Purdy next week in San Francisco. Uh, Deshaun Watson looks like Deshaun Watson from a couple years ago. They drop it against Cleveland. And then let's say for whatever reason, Dallas isn't resting starters in week 18, but they take it to you in FedEx. You lose all three after beating the Giants. You still have a 60% chance to win. We're not there yet, but the fact remains that you win this week. You're sitting real pretty and you're sitting with some really good chances to get into the tournament. Uh, yeah, that's that's got shoot. You got me extra hyped right now. I, I, this is this is playing out exactly how I had it in my yeah. mind. I remember, I'm telling you, man, what did I say way back? I said week 14 by week coming off of that. We were making a strong push towards the playoff. I said it. Go and look it up. Go check the tape. Yeah. He's been saying it all along. We are we're living it now. I mean, we are days away. I I, I don't ever want to wish my my life away, but I cannot wait for Sunday night. That is gonna be it's gonna be fun to watch. I know it's gonna be amazing to be there. So tell us about it if you're going. Tell us what you're excited about. Uh, be sure to follow us on Believe Commanders on Twitter and Instagram. 
uh, reach out to us because uh, I, I want to hear what the atmosphere is like and what you're thinking about. Uh, we'll we'll send this out. This is going out on Wednesday. Then we'll break it down a little bit more on Thursday, and we'll give you our uh, amazing picks on Friday. So we're back off our bye week. We're ready to give you some more content as we head into the final month of the season. AAA closing thoughts as we kind of move into to the end of hump day and into really getting into this this game against the Giants. This is where it gets good, y'all. This is the last quarter of the season. Yeah, you know, technically, we'll just leave it at the last four games of the season last quarter Mm -hmm. this is where this is like the final two minutes of a basketball game like this is really where you need to pay attention to what's going on a lot of moving and shaking there's i mean there are so many teams in the hunt um and so many teams on the bubble right now it's ridiculous so uh, i'm excited for the way this season's gonna finish it it hadn't disappointed so far um i don't see it disappointing uh, to finish out the rest of the year Absolutely. They have they have a chance and they can go and do something special. Uh, let's go make it happen now. Uh, thanks to our guys at Bet Online. Right now, as we finish up on Wednesday, the Commanders are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. I'm kind of liking that. I think that they play motivated, but we'll give you our picks later on the, the week. Be sure to use our code BELIEVE um, and, and check them out and get all your bets in. So uh, for our, our midweek episode, to be back off the bye, shake off some rust. I know I was all over the place. I'm just excited to be back talking football. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out, and don't forget you can check us out all over the place. All over that place, man. We got TuneIn, Radio, SiriusXM. Sometimes you catch us on Watch Stadium, all your streaming platforms. Check us out. Show it to a friend. Yes. Christmas is coming up. That could be a gift you could give them. Don't even cost you nothing. Just send them a little link. Say, this is is my gift to you. Love it. And thank you guys for checking us out wherever it is, uh, whatever platform it is. We will talk to you soon. You guys be good. And let's go, Commanders. Let's go, Commanders. Left hand up. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.